Hey, Mavens, guess who's back? No, you're supposed to guess who's back, 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 back again, again. I'm back. Maddie is finally home from her three-week hiatus in Hawaii, and I can breathe again. It's, it was so fun, but it is good to be back. We're getting caught up on everything, batching some podcasts, and setting our 2019 goals, which is what we want to talk about today. It seems like it's hot on everyone's mind because <laughs> it's the first of the year, and it's fun to get a clean slate. Be motivated to get what we want. Yes. So before we get into that, we've got a couple of things to mention. So number one is the giveaway. Um, if you leave us a review telling us one thing you learned from the podcast, why you love the podcast, why you love listening to us chat, we're going to pick a couple of you to send some fun prizes to. So just leave your Instagram handle in your review. If you've already left us a review and you didn't do that, just screenshot it and DM it to us at Beauty Mavens Collective. And we're going to be picking a few people every single week to send some prizes to. So five stars, please. <laughs> Also, our Facebook group, I don't know what the deal is, but we got a few messages saying that some people couldn't find the group. So we're working on the issue right now, but if you can't find it, it really is easy. I did it on my husband's, and it was the second one that popped up, so I just type in beauty, space, mavens. Maybe people aren't doing the space. Maybe. And the first one that popped up for me was the Beauty Mavens Collective, which is our business page, and then the Beauty Mavens Closed group. Click on that and request to join, and we will add you. If you're still having troubles, shoot us a DM at Beauty Mavens Collective on Instagram, and we'll send you the direct link to join. You guys, it's so fun, though, and it's still pretty small. So. Yeah, but growing, and I'm so happy. <laughs> but we do our giveaways every single week. We just ask one question, and it's, it's fun to like hear everyone's ideas and go back and forth with people, and then we always pick someone to win. And while the group is small, your chances of winning are pretty dang good. And they're pretty dang good prizes, too. <laughs> it's really fun. We love our little private community of listeners. So just head to Facebook and search beauty slash, no, <laughs> space. Beauty Space Mavens and request to join. Also, make sure to snag your ticket to the Beauty Mavens Summit. You cannot miss this event. We've been planning and it's, it's going to be good. Be so good. We're so excited, and we're excited for to meet everyone that's coming. So far, we have people coming from, like, the majority is not coming from Utah, which is where it's going to be, which is surprising. We have people coming from Montana, North Dakota, Washington, California, Arizona. It's crazy. You guys are coming from all over. So it's going to be on March 2nd, and tickets are on sale right now. They are $400, and that gets you in to the Beauty Maven Summit, a full-day hands-on workshop in downtown Salt Lake to help beauty professionals take the next step in their beauty business. We just want to say thank you for everyone who has bought their ticket. It really means so much to us, and we're so excited to see you guys and to meet you guys. And, side note, make sure you fill out your questionnaires. We've been sending them out. We've only gotten, we haven't gotten all of them back yet, though. So, we're sending out a questionnaire once you buy your ticket so we know which groups to put you in and which Maven mentor is right for you. The Beauty Maven Summit isn't about sitting in the audience trying to jot down all the information that's being thrown at you. I'm sure you guys have all been to stuff like that. I know we've been to a few. Where you're like writing as fast as you can and then they like change the slides. It's such information, but you can't <laughs> capture it all because you can't write fast enough. <laughs> but, so we don't want that. We want our workshop to be about doing. So we'll be grouping you with like-minded mavens to brainstorm, dig deep, share your insights, and put it all to work. 
So head on over to our website, beautymavenscollective.com, click the tab on the top that says Summit and buy your tickets and book your flights, and we'll see you on March 2nd. Welcome to the Beauty Mavens podcast. Kristen and Madison are creating a space where the beauty obsessed can feel empowered to dream big and achieve their goals. It's awesome. Interviewing other mavens in the beauty industry to discover their secrets to success and how they got to be the expert that they are. Brought to you by a sister duo of estheticians and entrepreneurs. Here's your hosts, Kristen D'Oliveda and Madison Annis. So today's episode is a Maven Mini. It's just Kristen and I hanging out. And like we said, it's going to be all about goals. But before we get into that, let's do our high lows. Yeah, I'll go first. It's a hot minute for, for me. you. <laughs> so my high, on our website we have a freebie section. You just literally put in your name and email and we email you this cute downloadable PDF forms that you can print out and... I, like, slaved over those bad boys. Like, huh? It took me, like, eight hours. Yeah, they're so cute. And not only are they cute, but they got good info on them. They are so good. But anyway, we've had... I talked about them on our stories this week, and we had so many people sign up for it. And, like, the feedback I've been getting back has been so positive that that is my high. Because everyone keeps messaging us, telling us what they think about it. And so, just gratifying. Plus, I have a cute new phone background from one of the printables. So, if you haven't downloaded yours yet... Go on our website where it says find your method to success and just leave your email and we'll send it to you. And then my low is on our way to work today, me and Maddie almost got hit by a freaking house. It was so scary. Like, I, like, terrifying. (laughs) I, like, screamed, didn't know what to do. So there was a, what are they called, like, oversized vehicles and he was in two lanes and I saw him and he had a house on the back of his trailer and I was like, okay. I'm going to kind of go around this guy. I'm it gonna... was, like, huge. Like, it's a freaking house. <laughs> Too late, yeah. But he had, like, his little flashing lights, whatever. So I knew that he was there, and I was two lanes away, and I was, like, on the right end, okay? And I was like, okay, I'm just going to hurry and get away from this house so then we can get on our way to work. All of a sudden, I'm up next to the house, and he starts getting over to the right where we are. There's literally nowhere for me to go. We're going, like, 70, 75, I was speeding a little bit. And the, on my right is a barricade, like those cement walls, and on my left is a fetching house coming at us, and I just screamed, I didn't know what to do. Kind of slumped on the brakes, and like, in the nick of time, he got over right when we were behind him. I thought we were donezo, though. It was literally, like, this. we were trying to get onto Plus the smallest... Plus it's icy outside, so I can't just slam on the brakes. Oh my and it gosh. was the smallest shoulder that we had, like, we couldn't just... Pull off to the side. No, it was just a cement wall. There was no shoulder. It was so terrifying. And then we saw him later just, like, getting, like, just crossing lanes. Like, he didn't have a house on his back, but we're alive. He didn't even know he was with us. <laughs> no, it was so terrifying. Oh, my gosh. That was scary. Well, my high is that I was in Hawaii for three weeks. It was so fun being in Hawaii and just spending time with my family. The first week was with my family And then over Christmas, my husband and I stayed for, like, four days, I think, by ourselves. And then the last week, we flew to the Big Island, and my husband's family came. And so then we spent ten days with his family. So it was just so fun to be with all of our family and be in Hawaii. It was so warm. Do no work. Yeah. (laughs) Not respond to Kristen's text. Definitely (laughs) chilled. (laughs) 
so hard. I was just, I don't know. There was like times when I would feel guilty about working and then I was like, no, I deserve this and I'm in Hawaii, so I'm chilling. So I'm taking three weeks next time you're staying here. (laughs) And then my low is that when I was coming home from Hawaii, we had a layover in LA and it was- Everybody just guessed what happened. (laughs) (laughs) It was a three-hour layover. It had been, like, two hours in. It was the middle of the morning. It was, like, 4 a.m. when we landed. So I was just tired, like, not paying attention to anything. When lay down on the airport floor. I was low. <laughs> Anyways, an hour before we're supposed to board, I'm like, I don't know where my phone is. I could not find my phone. We did the find my iPhone. I tried to track down on the plane, and the plane was already in Vegas, so I don't know. I don't know where it's... Long story short, it's off in there somewhere, <laughs> and it's offline, so she hasn't been able to find it. And even scarier, we got an email last night that someone had tried to buy three PlayStations <laughs> on our business credit card. So I don't know. I'm like hoping it was just a coincidence, like some hacker that's getting into it and having access to all my information. But and it's, it's so just scary. like a fluke. Needless to say, we I stayed up till like three in the morning changing all our passwords once I got the notification. So there's a little to do for you guys to put on your list. Change all your passwords and put on what is it, two factor authentication? Yeah. Money things. Do it this week because that's scary. Yeah, it's not, I I was just late in bed last night, like, ew, what if someone's like in my phone, like <laughs> reading my messages or looking at pictures or like getting my credit card in like it just is creepy knowing this. I don't know where it is. I don't know who... I don't know. Freaky. I hate it. Anyways. Okay, let's, that was long. <laughs> let's get into the episode. So today we're talking about goals. It's 2019 now and everyone is pumped on goals, but I don't know. I feel like a lot of times, January, you're super pumped. February, you're pretty pumped. And then as the year goes on, kind of lose steam. You lose it all. <laughs> So we're going to give some tips on how to keep the energy moving throughout the entire year. So we've come up with five, and the first one is to just take a minute and write down your biggest accomplishments in 2018, and then just, like, be proud of them. What did you do this year? Did you go to a training that you always wanted to take? Did you hit your revenue goals for the year? Were you able to go to Hawaii for three weeks and your business survived without you? (laughs) Like, what was your big accomplishment of 2018? Like, a second to just be happy and proud of yourself for what you accomplished. And really write it down, because if I think of it, I feel like I miss a lot. But when I'm writing it down, it just seems so real. The, the, once you get the list in front of you, you're like, oh, dang, I did all that in one year? It's pretty insane. Yeah. But if you just think it, it's like... Oh, yeah, I did that. Big. I did that. Yeah. So write it down. And give yourself the credit you deserve because whatever you did was amazing and you should be proud. So write down your accomplishments. Number two, think about what you want, like what you really, really want and manifest it. So pull out that notebook where you physically wrote down your accomplishments of 2018 and write down exactly what you want to accomplish in 2019. And be so specific with the accomplishments and the new goals. Yeah. And it doesn't all have to be numbers based, but... With the timeline, the mm-hmm. the size, the whatever, just be specific. The more specific you can be with your accomplishments, that's going to help set your goals for the future. If you know your numbers, if you have a booking system that tracks all that, or if you've been tracking it, 
Look at that to set your goals. According to Forbes, businesses with less than $5 million in annual revenue experienced, on average, 7.8% annual sales growth during 2015. So you can use that as a marker while you're setting your revenue goals. So if you know your revenue goals for 2018, add 8% to that, and then you'll know exactly what is realistic for you to accomplish in 2019. But don't be afraid to dream push the envelope big. or dream big. So we started our business in... 2017, November 2017. The very end, yeah. So we didn't have much to go off of, and in January we sat down to make all our goals. We made a lot of goals. Our revenue goal, we had no idea what to go off of, so we just threw out a number. We knew we wanted it to be six figures. We threw it out, and then we broke it down. Okay, how much do we need to make each quarter? How much do we need to make each month? We did down to the day. How many? At that time, we were mainly doing lash lifts, and I knew that I had to do... I had to do four lash lifts a day. Maddie had to do four lash lifts a day, and we would have hit that six-figure number that we had decided. Like, it was down to a T. And it was so fun to get together every quarter and be like, holy cow, we, we actually did it. <laughs> and then at the end of the year, looking back, like, we hit that goal. We literally pulled that number out of our butts, so. <laughs> so now this year, we have something to go off of that's gonna, it'll be easier for us to set these goals and then accomplish them. So now that you've written down your biggest accomplishments and your goals for the year, come up with three to five actionable steps that you will take to make each goal a reality. And again, you're staying specific. So specific. So this is like what Kristen was saying, how we broke it down to the day. Okay, we need to do four lash lifts each for the three days we were working. So how am I going to get four lash lifts in my chair every single day this year? I'm going to have to rebook every client that comes in, number one. Number two, if they don't rebook, I'm going to have to follow up with them. I'm going to have to sell retail, like whatever it is to reach those goals. If your goal is to drink more water, okay, I'm going to get a 32-ounce tumbler and I'm going to fill it up three times a day and I'm gonna but I'm gonna get a really cute one so that I want to carry it with me 24 7 and I'm not gonna lose it yeah and I'm gonna keep track of how much I'm drinking like you just want to be specific here and once once you write down those steps you'll realize it's now a plan it's not hard too yeah and it's a plan and it's something that you can do and it doesn't seem like this huge goal anymore it's like oh well I I can get four clients a day I can sell $500 in retail a month. So I've been actually making daily revenue goals for myself, not just for the business. So every night before I come in, I sit down with my planner and I look at the clients that I have for the next day and I add up what my total should be from them. And then I times it by 15% because that's the tips that I'm hoping to get for that day. Because some people are going to give me 20%, most people. Some might not give me a tip and some might do between... 5, 10, 15%, whatever. So then I've added that to my total. And then I know my daily retail goal because I know my yearly, that I've broken it down to monthly, weekly, now my daily. I've added those all together and I have a number every day that I have to meet. And we're on, what day is it so far? The 7th. The 7th. So far, so good. I've actually exceeded every day's goal. So I found that too. When I write things down daily and when I look at them and I manifest it, I seem to exceed it. And there are some days when you might not hit it, but then you add that to your next day or you break it down for the next two days. Okay, now I need to be up $200 tomorrow and Friday. Yeah, so let's just say for my... I'm just going to give you the numbers for my retail to make it easier. So I personally want to sell $20,000 in retail for 2019. So when I broke that down to the month, I have to sell 
1,667 every single month if I want to hit that goal. And most months I do more than that, but there's probably going to be months where I'm traveling, whatever. So that, I feel like that's a very reasonable for me to get. That seems crazy that it's only $1,600 to make twenty grand. Just on retail. Yeah. I know. Crazy, huh? So anyway, then I, I look at my schedule for the month and I'm like, okay, I'm only working 12 days this month. And then I divide it, I divide that 1600 by 12, and then I have my daily goal. So the days that I've exceeded my daily goal, then I subtract them from the 1000 because then instead of having to sell, I think it was like 138 a day, the first two days I sold like 250 and 300 so then <laughs> there's a lot less that I have to sell to hit my goal. So then I adjusted my daily goals for retail. Does that make sense? It's a lot easier when I write it down. Well, also, this sounds a lot like our printable. Yes. It has all these steps so that it might sound... Well, it might be confusing. Like, if you're driving and you're trying to remember all this, so go to our website, to our printable, and it has all these steps broken down so you can and find that out your goals. Yeah, that has it set down in services, but it would be very easy to switch it over to retail or whatever. Yeah, Totally. So number four is track them daily. I guess I should have waited <laughs> to explain that all right here. But once you are like, if you're paying attention to your goals every single day, you can't not get them, right? If you're following yeah, up on them, if you're making sure that you hit it for that day, if you're making adjustments so you can hit it tomorrow, find an accountability partner that you can talk to them about it with, but just make sure you're on track every single day of the year. And obviously you're going to hit those goals. Finding an accountability partner is the key here. That. I feel like is what has been game changer between us. I mean, it's really nice that we're sisters and we're business partners. So, but every day we're texting each other. Well, we both get the report on our phone and I'm like, dang, you sold this much or you made this much. And she's like, yeah, I hit my goal. <laughs> I exceeded it by 300 or whatever. Or I'm like, shoot, I need to sell 200 more tomorrow. Like we, and it just pushes us. And then you aren't just like setting it and forgetting it. Which is what we all do with our New Year's resolutions. Yeah. So, and I think finding an accountability partner that has some skin in the game with you is even, like, a bigger key. Because, yeah, you can use your mom, whatever. She's going to, she can be like, yeah, you go, girl. You can do it. (laughs) But she's not going to be sad if you don't hit your goal, right? You want someone that's going to push you. So your business partner, someone who's also in the same industry as you are that knows how, like, how big of an impact these numbers can be for you. Or your boyfriend or husband who your money is their money. So obviously they want you to do really good with it. (laughs) So get an accountability partner that has some skin in the game. Yeah, I like that. Even at our studio, we set up a Google spreadsheet that we keep on our iPad. And then everyone has it on their phone. So as you're making your daily sales, you're writing them in what products you sold. This also helps with following up with your clients. So we write down the date, what products we sold, who the client was, and how much it was. And this has been really fun because we can all look at each other's. And we all set goals every month at our monthly meeting. And then we can, like, message each other, like, hey, you did so good today. Or you doubled your goal this month. How did you do that? Yeah. So doing something like that, if you own a studio or recommending that to your your boss, because that's really fun to... I've heard of people posting them up on the wall as well in, like, their office. The Google Sheet works really well for us, so. Okay, and that brings us to number five, which is evaluate monthly or quarterly. So how are you doing on your goals? Is there something you're no longer interested in? This happened to us. We had goals 
of we really wanted to take this microblading training and now we're like I don't want to do that. I don't really want to do microblading anymore. So halfway through the year we decided like yeah that was I'm I'm not sad that I didn't accomplish that because I'm no longer interested in that. So I was able to take that off my list and focus on the things that I did want. Yeah. And that's so your goals don't all have to be monetary. It can be being an ambassador for a company or working with a company company or becoming a trainer for a company or for yourself or launching a course or or going to so many different trainings or oh. going to a specific training. Yeah, one of our goals was a training every quarter and we definitely exceeded that. <laughs> It was so fun, though. Our goal this year is going to have to be to, like, calm down on the trainings and only go once a quarter. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, just make sure that you're checking them monthly. And then you can see if you already hit that goal. Set new ones. Set new ones. And there were times where during the quarter we're like, oh, we were supposed to make this much, but we actually made $3,000 more. So let's make another $1,000 this next quarter. So our goal kept increasing for for the following quarters. So if you're hitting your goals, then increase them or set new ones or just evaluate. And don't be afraid to pivot and change directions or... I remember the first quarter sitting down with Kristen and we had so many goals. She was so mad at me. She wouldn't sit down and do goals with me. She's like, how are we supposed to pick numbers? We have nothing to compare it with. Like, how are you just no? And I was like... I was so mad at her because she wouldn't do it with me. I'm like, you have to have a goal if you want to accomplish it. I was also like, we have so many. Like, we're never going to accomplish it. I don't know. It was pretty... They seemed big, but looking back... This is why you need an accountability partner. (laughs) Kick each other's butts. Yeah. So don't be afraid of your goals. Dream big. Write them down. Come up with a plan. Track them daily. And evaluate. We can't wait to see what you all accomplish. And don't be afraid to set big goals. And... One Another place you can manifest it is that's actually our question on our Facebook group this week. One of your goals for 2019. So get over there. Manifest Tell it. Your goals. And then we'll follow up with you. Okay, let's jump to our new segment where we talk about our current beauty obsessions. Our maven faves. Do you have one or should I start? You can start. I need to think about mine. My thing that I'm obsessed with is the Image Prevention Plus SPF moisturizer. So it feels like a moisturizer, it goes on like a moisturizer, but it is an SPF 30, and they have a tinted or a hydrating or a matte one. I'm super dry, so I love the hydrating one, but I also love the tinted, especially while I was in Hawaii. It's moisturizing my skin, but I'm also getting the SPF benefits, so it's like a dream come true, and I have been lathering it on like no freaking other. I love that stuff. My favorite thing is so random, but I've been so obsessed with organizing lately, and trying to get my whole house organized. And I'm obsessed with velvet hangers. The little thin ones. They're the so nice. thin velvet hangers that are like sturdy. And they're pretty freaking cute. And, and your I've, clothes stick to them so they're not falling yes, off. Nothing hangs off. They don't break as easily as normal hangers. And it looks so good in your closet when every single hanger is the same. Me and my husband even categorized it. So all of my clothes are on black velvet hangers. And all of his are on gray velvet hangers. And it is like... It's so amazing. I was watching um, the new Netflix show with Marie Kondo, the Tidying Up series. If you guys haven't seen that, it is a must. She wrote the that book, The Japanese Art of Tidying Up. And I was watching, she was helping this family organize their closet and get rid of stuff. And all of their hangers being <laughs> all different hangers, which is what my closet looked like like two weeks ago. It was stressing me out. So I'm like, wow, I really appreciate 
velvet hangers. Did she say to do all the same hangers too? No, but I was just watching a poll now and I was like, ew. <laughs> yeah. I want to watch that show. So yeah, that's my maven fave. Ooh. Go get yourself some velvet hangers. And don't forget your SPF. <laughs> Mostly I've been obsessed with it because I was in Hawaii, so I was had it with me 24-7. But... You still need it in the I winter. I still need it in the winter. I still use it every day. I need to be better reapplying throughout the day, though. Maddie got in my car today, and she's like, you got a baby on board? Because I have these, like, S- these, uh, what are they called? UV ray blockers in my windows now to, like, <laughs> protect me from the sun. Okay, well, thank you guys for listening. I'm so happy I wasn't solo again on here and that Maddie is back. So follow these tips. Set your goals. Dream big. Get your tickets to the summit. We'll be talking more about this. Join the Facebook group and make sure you're following us on Instagram at Beauty Mavens Collective. And we will see you next week. XO Beauty Mavens. Mavens.